Welcome to the Empowered Essence Podcast, where we liberate you and empower you to let your soul lead the way in life and business. I am your host, Laura Lawrence, sharing my thoughts and intimate conversations with featured guests on human design, energetics, and spirituality to provide you with the tools you need to tap into your most authentic self. I am here to empower you to walk away feeling ready to live your most expansive and purposeful life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Empowered Essence. I am so excited for you to listen into this episode. I had so much fun recording this episode in particular because it is with two just amazing funny, down-to-earth human beings. So on today's show, we've got Chantal Gatien and we've got Coraline Hazelwood. They are co-founders of Design to Sell. So Chantal is a business strategist and mentor who has built and ran multiple six-figure businesses and has a passion to help women build their dream businesses that they desire. And then Coraline helps creators, coaches, and mentors turn their ideas into multiple six-figure businesses fast. Over the last two years, she's turned one course idea into half a million in revenue, and she's determined to help you overcome your tech fears so you can do the same. So between the two of them, they were the masterminds and geniuses behind building my website as well as helping me launch my very first course, which is also called Empowered Essence. And I owe so much to them. They taught me so much about building my business in a way that works for me. And so we dive really deep into the tech behind business. We talk about what they learned building their own individual agencies and then coming together as the dynamic duo that they are today. And so it is just an awesome conversation. They get really real. They get really vulnerable. They share what it's like to work together on a daily basis. And they're amazing sleepovers that you will see if you follow them on Instagram. So anyways, I can't wait for you to listen and dive in. So without further ado, here we go. All right. I am so excited for this episode. I have Chantal and Coraline here today with me, and they are both co-founders of Design to Sell. And I have had the honor of working with them personally. So back in November of last year, I reached out to them as I was building my very first course. And so they supported me in building out my website, building out all my backend, and building out my very first course. So they have been with me every step of the journey, supporting me and cheering me on all along the way. And I feel so blessed and honored to have worked one-on-one with them because they are just such incredible, incredible human beings. So welcome to the Empowered Essence podcast. Thank you so much for having us. The honor was all ours. (laughs) Yeah, so good. Awesome. Awesome. So how I'd like to start. So I feel like we can't talk about design to sell without both of you. It's like it goes Chantel and Coraline, they're a package deal. So (laughs) I'd like to know a little bit of your own individual backstories And then how did you guys come together? How did you partner in this business (laughs) and and build it to what it is today? Oh, it's so good. 
Um, you go first. You go first. Go ahead. Okay. So, I mean, I've been obsessed with social media. I always say since I walked out of the womb, like I've loved the internet. I was the girl editing everybody's photos, like back in high school when MySpace was a thing, like I was putting little stars. I was like that little email girl, but everyone went to for photography and editing and all of that stuff. So I've just been obsessed with social and the internet for a really long time. Um, I went to school for it. I have a bachelor of tech and a postgrad in social media management. Um, and I worked in the industry, mainly doing digital marketing for about five years. I worked with like Tabasco, Dole Foods, Kodiak Boots, just to name a couple of companies. And I essentially realized that I was literally making them billions of dollars a year through my work. And I was making about 55,000 a year Canadian. So in the US, that's quite a bit less. <laughs> and I was like, dang, like one, I'm helping massive corporations, which is just not in alignment with who I am. And two, like I'm leaving a lot of money for myself on the table and I could be using these skills better. So I quit my corporate job about five years ago. I don't really know what time is anymore. I feel like <laughs> time has escaped me. Um, so I quit my corporate gig about five, six years ago. And I immediately fell in love with the online coaching world. Um, I had just lost my dad at the time. And there was this coach who was like always happy and she was bubbly. And she was like, she looked like she had the greatest life. And I reached out to her and said, I think I can help your, you like run your business. Like, can I essentially sit behind the scenes in your business? And what started out as me like taking notes on coaching calls turned into me essentially developing the full back end of her business, running her first $100,000 launch and scaling that business into like the 500K range. That partnership stopped working. Essentially, we had different visions. She really wanted to focus on the health side, I on the tech side. And so we parted ways. I started my own agency building websites and funnels for people, which... I believe is when I started to get connected with you. And it's also when I started to get connected with Chantel. I did that for about a year before I hit burnout and then decided that I was going to create courses for myself, like I've done for so many of my clients in the past. Um, we created the Design to Scale program and the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. good. It's such a time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like nodding my head because I know the story so well. Like it's like it kind of just we just blended in at some point in there. Um yeah, so I how always had a passion for business. Like from a young age, my sister, my family, like I was always the odd duck. You know what I mean? I grew up in a household where you had to get a job with like a pension and all these things. And they always just knew that I was different. My sister used to always say like, I can't ever see you working for someone. <laughs> like, I think you'll be your own boss one day. And basically I was always, no matter what position I was in, I always quickly became the right hand to people because I could see the vision. I could see everything. And I was so obsessed with businesses and helping businesses from the ground up. And I ended up going to school a little later in life at like 25, went to school for business and marketing. And I took a lot of the stuff that I had been doing kind of just up until that point, And it all kind of clicked and made sense. And I too fell in love with the coaching world. And I really thought that like my original vision was to be a coach, but then I realized I was just more obsessed with the business side of things. And back then when I had started out, I felt that a lot of the information to help you grow your business at the time was real crap. Like, <laughs> 
and actually when I was doing this, people were just starting to talk about building online courses and programs were just starting to hit the internet on like how to build your first online course. And I remember all of my coaching clients that I had, I kept really, really you know, pushing them to say like, listen, this is, this is the way you guys have to start doing this. And, and I realized that I really hated feeling like I was pulling teeth with people to actually take the steps to doing it. And so I started doing it for other people. Cause I was really annoyed. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Let me just do it for you. Like, let me do it for you. Right. And so I ended up just kind of accidentally building an agency type of thing, but it just kept building on top of itself. And like Corlin said, in that time frame, we met each other and we were both really, really burnt out, like really burnt out. I'm sure we could talk about a couple of our experiences of working <laughs> together because her and I worked side by side in our separate agencies for a really long time. Well, I say really long time, but probably just felt like a really long time for a while. Yeah. yeah. For a while before even partnering together. Yeah. We were just supporting each other. Like those online friends that you never really meet, but you're just like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, it was like a mastermind that you didn't have to pay for. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember Chantelle telling me a story about her, her husband saying like, what are you going to do when you want to go on vacation? Like you're running this, this agency, what are you going to do when you want to go on vacation? And you had said that, well, I would just call Coraline, like she would just, <laughs> just help my clients. Isn't that crazy to think about? I'm like, she, but really she would be the, first of all, she'd be the only person I would ever trust. And secondly, like it was just so nice because we were so kind of involved in each other's businesses without actually being in each other's businesses at the time that I knew she could pick up any of the pieces. But yeah. So what was the what was the moment or when did you guys realize that you wanted to join forces? You wanted to start working together. (laughs) I mean, it might have been like six coffees deep at 3 a.m., like sharing a Fenty on Zoom, you know, working on a website. Um, But I think for me, the moment for me was when Chantelle had actually hired me to build her website and some of her backend systems and funnels while she was doing that for her existing clients because she had the intention of building her own courses and scaling her own agency up. Um, and so she had actually hired me to do that. And yet I could never get the work out of her. Like <laughs> I couldn't get graphics. I couldn't get images. I couldn't get copy. Like it was just like, it never came. Like I was always like hounding her. Um, and then there was this one point where she was like, I have this really incredible idea. I think we should create like a, like a, like a vault of content. And I thought to myself, that sounds really fun. Like, yeah, we could totally do that. And then I ghosted her for about a solid month. And I just, I, I thought like, yeah, that's great. This is super fun. I'm totally down. I even committed. I'm in. And then I just, ghosted. She texted me, she would message me on Instagram and I just never answered her. Um, and then she finally just, I think she called me one day and was like, if you're going to ghost me like this, just fucking tell me. Cause like I have things to do and I can't deal. And I was like, I'm in, don't, <laughs> no, I'm good. So I think for me, it was like that moment where I'm like so afraid of like, displeasing others like people pleasing is like a big thing for me that when she was just like so bold and was like this is my need this is what I'm offering you're either in or you're out I was like I need that energy in my life and I will 
heal whatever past trauma I have around business partnerships in order to work with her. And, you know, it's been a journey of doing that ever since. Um, so that was the moment for me. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say it's really hard to find someone who's just like you and you know, that works like you understands. And I mean, you know, Coraline and myself, we love the techie stuff. We can have the techie conversations. We can have like conversations that I could never have with someone before. Right. And and they understood my terminology, my language, my frustrations, my desires, my wants. Right. So it was just like, oh my God, if you were a man, I would probably be all over you, right? <laughs> I wasn't married and you were a man, like you would be my person. I mean, she is my person, but, you know, and yeah, I was just, it just kind of evolved from there. And Corlin's so right. I think, you know, we skim over that part of, oh yeah, it's just a lot of healing of relationships. There's been a lot of healing in every area I know for myself and I know for Corlin as well through this partnership in this relationship. And, but I think I personally have nothing but gratitude for our journey together. Cause it really, for the most part, like I would say 99% of the part has been so freaking unbelievably amazing. Yeah. That is, that is so beautiful because from the outside, like I've had the beauty of working with you guys, but from the outside looking in, like you guys have such a beautiful relationship. And I think now I understand your human design. And I think also seeing it from the outside, I have such an appreciation for how much you leverage each other's skills. So, you know, what Coraline is really great at versus what Chantelle is really good at, you know, you guys really do a great job of balancing that. So I do want to say, so Chantelle is a one, three sacral generator. And Coraline is a four, six sacral generator. (laughs) And so what I think is so cool. So in human design, this is where we're going to nerd out. So you guys nerd out on techie stuff. I'm going to nerd out on human design right now. But what I think is so cool is the one, three and the four, six. So in human design, often we look at our profiles as the markers for compatibility. And, you know, there's so much in human design that determines your compatibility, but the profile lines are always something that is, um, it, it, it's where there's harmony, where there's synergy between your energies. And, and it's because it's our personalities. It's how we move through life. And so always the same profile lines are always the most compatible with one another. So for example, I am a one, three Chantel is a one, three. We are instantly very compatible just based on that. But then we also are compatible with, um, complementary profiles. And so what's really cool is that you guys both have complementary profiles. So the one and the four are both this like foundation in knowledge, foundation in relationships and partnerships. And then the three and the six is this trial and error experimentation. You learn through experience. (laughs) So you both like, like there's just so much synergy and, and harmony between the two of you just based on that. So a, 
in business, like understanding like our profile lines is so cool because it's great for partnerships like this, like working with other people, but it's also like how we attract clients. So the fact that I was a one three and I like naturally picked up on your energies and was attracted to work with you just based on that, I think is so cool. It'd be actually a really cool um, project to look at all of your um, design to scale participants to see what their profile lines are. And that'd be kind of cool to see. I know that we attract a ton of projectors and manigens. That's usually who finds us and some other generators. We do have a lot of generators who are like drawn to how we use our energy. I think who who come in and find us too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We've, you know, after working with you, obviously, and working so closely in your business, we've gotten really accustomed to asking people before we give them any strategy uh, implementations, like, what is your, do you know your human design before I tell you to try to fit you in a box, right? So we, you know, we've, we learned so much from you. Every time we would hop on a strategy call with you, we'd always end up learning so much, which was so crazy. It was like, we felt like sometimes we should be paying you for the session. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. I never knew that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And I think that that's really neat. So projectors for sure, we are naturally like drawn to the generator and the Manny Gen energy because like you guys just, you have this like ability to do. And, and since I've really understood my human design. Like when I outsource in my business, like I love if I'm doing a task that requires like building, creating, doing things like, of course, I'm going to work with a gen or a Manny gen on those sorts of things, because like you guys have that like passion and, you know, that fire within you to, to help and support me getting it done. So I think that that is, that's so cool. So how, how has human design, like you talked a little bit about like learning from me, like how has human design, understanding your own human design changed how you guys do your own business? I think for me, it's kind of given me a better understanding of like how I work and how I make decisions. Like I feel there's a lot of pressure in the online business world to like make decisions and make decisions fast and to like do that efficiently. And so for me, like, I think one of the bigger things that I've gained from it is understanding like that decisions for me are like a yes or a no. And so one of the things that Chantal will do, and we try and do this for each other, although now that I'm thinking about it, she does this a lot more for me than I do for her, which is <laughs> a really great lesson to learn here. I should do this for her more. But when I'm contemplating a decision in our business, she'll just straight up ask me, like, do you want to go, you know, do you want to run a webinar this month? Do you want to run a flash sale tomorrow? Do you, you know, do you want to put out a YouTube video? Do you want to run a podcast? And I'm instantly like, yes or no. And we, we just, we take that information and we run with it. Um, and I think for me, like working with Chantel, I can tell when she's a yes on something or she's a no, <laughs> like, you can hear it in her voice. Like if I ask, you know, like, Hey, can you tackle this? And if I hear, I can hear like a, I'm exhausted in her voice or like, a, I don't want to do this. And so for me, I try to like leverage that decision-making and like that, that vocalization, I guess, of the yes and the no to help us determine where we are and what we're going to do moving forward. Um, I would say that's probably been the biggest one for me. Yeah. It's just like following that passion, that in the moment desire. And do you find that like you 
change your minds a lot? Like, do you, do you ever, like, if you're, if you're going ahead with something, do you ever find that, you know what, your sacral is not leading you down that path? Like, are, like, do you ever find that you need to like change directions, um, along the way? You want to do this? That's an understatement. I would think so. When things don't feel aligned, you know, what we've come to learn and what I've come to learn is, um, you know, you, you just get so drained. Mm-hmm. You get so drained, you're not lit up. And so, and we know, we know when we're feeling that way. I mean, there's sometimes we're just drained because we're drained and it has nothing to do with this, but when it's doing things that aren't lighting us up and aren't in alignment, um, we definitely feel it a lot more. And I think, I think I can see it in Coraline a lot more too, when this is happening, because, um, she's, she's just so passionate right? She's so passionate. And she, you know, that it probably comes along with a lot with that people pleasing thing as well. Like really wanting to just everybody be part of the community, be happy, everybody be taken care of. And so I can feel it when she's not into it. Right. She's just like, she's just not herself. I do think too, though, like, yes, we do change our mind a lot. And like, I feel like Chantal's got that staying power a little bit longer than I do. Like, like she's willing to like stay and be a little bit uncomfortable to test things out, to like actually test them out and like put them out there. Whereas I definitely change my mind quite frequently. Um, but on the plus side, I do think that it always works out for the best. Like every time that we've pivoted, every time that I've been like, no, like, I don't think that's right. Or Chantel's piped up and been like, no, this doesn't feel good. Like it's always come out way better than it, like than we've ever imagined. And, you know, leveraging that like spark of energy too, has been like such a, such a gift in our business because we can take that spark. Like our programs, for example, Some of our courses are literally built in six hours, like start to finish. And that sounds insane. They're the best ones. And they're the best ones. Yeah, that's insane for for most people. But for us, like that's how we work, right? We get that knowing and we're just like, okay, we're going to do it. We have the skills to be able to execute on it. And so, yes, we pivot. But I think the pivots are always good. (laughs) Oh, and even if they're not in that moment, like Corlin said, everything always works out for the better. And I'm a huge believer in, and you need to test and figure things out. Like it's, it's our lesson to learn, right? Even though she might see down the road that this isn't the right move, but I'm attached to it. Or I might see that this isn't the right move, but she's attached to it. My biggest belief is like, it's not my lesson to teach, but it's, yours to learn type of thing. So even though I might've gone through it and I could, I know that that's not the right thing. I know she needs to experience that on her own and because there'll always be that. What if, right. And, and yeah. And I love that so much, but I remember I, this just popped into my mind. I remember when we both figured out we were generators and you were just talking about how we literally created courses in a matter, like six hours, matter days. The first project we worked on together, we created a full blown social media membership in less than three days. And I remember going to her house in (laughs) Toronto. She lived in the tiniest little apartment at the time. She didn't even have a chair for me to sit on. We had to walk down the street and I still sit on that chair. When I go to her house, she still has that chair. (laughs) We had to go down the street and grab the chair and we're sitting beside each other. We're just like knocking this stuff out. Right. And I was like, so like, what's your human design? She's like, I'm a generator. I'm like, I'm a generator too. This makes so much sense. Right. (laughs) 
and just like crushing this thing. Because they're just so excited at your computers. I can totally yeah. picture that. Oh, this makes so much sense. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love what you were talking about, about like, it's not your, it's not, it's not your lesson to teach. Like they have to learn it on their own. And I think that's so wise coming from a third line. So, and, and with, with Coraline being a sixth line as well, like there's a lot of that, like trial and error learning through experience. So what is the biggest lesson you have learned in your business? I know that like the big thing is for third lines and six lines, like there's no such thing as failures. There's only lessons. So what is the biggest lesson you guys have learned so far? <laughs> I know mine. All right, you go then. Cause I'm trying to figure out how to phrase mine. <laughs> mine would be, and I learned the lesson the hard way. I think a lot of us do, but I think I'm pretty good at, um, staying along with it and it's really to just cut out all the noise and really put my blinders on and focus on me focus on our business focus on what we're doing as opposed to um letting the outside world and what other people are doing dictate either how I'm feeling my success what I'm doing how I'm doing it because as a generator, when I see other people lit up and I see success, I want to follow that. That excites me, right? And I can easily get caught up in that. And I used to. I used to get caught up in that a long time ago. But I think the biggest lesson I've ever been able to learn is to just cut out the noise. And that came at, at a tough price. That wasn't just, you know, that came at my self-esteem, that came in my confidence in myself, that came in my confidence in my abilities, that came in the confidence of my business. It wasn't just, oh, there's so much noise. It literally was painful to go through. So for me, that's been the biggest, I mean, there's lots, but for me, if I can keep focused on that, I know I'll always be okay. That's beautiful. And I think and and so just for everyone to know, you have an open head center. So I think that's something that's so natural for anyone with an open head center. Like we tend to take in what's going on around us, you know, ideas, inspiration. You also have an open solar plexus too, like the emotions of other people. Like you, you get caught up in the excitement and the, the passion and the joy of things. And so I, I love that, that you were able to take that and, and use that as, as fuel for your business going forward um, and really, really stepping into your own. So I, I love that. And thank you for sharing. Well, she stole my lesson, um, but I have lots. So yeah, I mean, I think that's a big one for me is like learning, learning to fully trust myself has been like the, the most challenging thing that I've ever done. And I'm, I'm open head and open emotion, just like Chantal. And so for me, it's really easy, like, just like Chantal to see other people doing things and think, oh, that's a better way. Like I got to go that direction. Um, and so for me, you know, the greatest gift has been learning to trust myself and my own experience and that gut reaction of mine. Um, but I think outside of that, I, you know, knowing that trial and error thing that I go through a lot of trial and error, I've always had the tendency and especially as a kid, I would want to share what I was learning with people all the time. I was like that chatty Kathy and people were always like, go to the principal's office, stop talking. Coraline talks so much. Like, why does she share so much? She's such an oversharer. That's inappropriate thing to say. And I think for me now in my business, I know 
that I'm going through the things that I'm going through so that I can share them. And so that I can leverage that to help other people go through it. So where I used to feel like ashamed and I used to get what some people might call like imposter syndrome because I had a $9,000 month when I'm usually having $40,000 months. Like I used to feel ashamed of that. of like, Oh, I can't show up the same way. I can't talk about this the same way or when an idea wouldn't take off. And they usually do. And I teach people how their ideas to take, like how to make their ideas take off. I would feel a lot of shame around that. And now I'm just like, no, no, this is something that I'm happy is happening to me because it happens to all of us. And I'm meant to learn the lesson in here. And then I meant to take that and turn it around as quickly as possible and turn that into something that someone else can leverage. And so it's, it's been a lesson of like realizing that the hardships that I do go through and I feel like I, I have that emotional center. So I have like so many emotions as I go through it too. Um, I've always been told like, you're too emotional, but like those emotions for me are like, they're my best content. They're my best lessons. And they're why people pay me. Um, so realizing that has been like challenging. It's something that I practice every day, but it's been the greatest lesson I think in my business. Yeah. Amanda, Amanda Francis always says turning shit into gold. <laughs> and, and it's really like the, the things that feel so, so difficult to us in the moment, you know, when we can extract the lessons versus sitting in the guilt, the shame, you know, the, the self wallowing, all of those things is like, it can really help other people. And that's, I think that's why the coaching industry is so powerful is because people are are starting to share their voices, share their experiences, share their lessons in order to help other people, which I think is such a such a beautiful thing like this, like very heart-centered industry. And so how did both of you, like what, what drew you to the coaching industry in particular? Like what, what was it about it that, that you were just so excited by? couple things. One, the, like, I'm so honest. I love money. I, I love nice things. I like pretty things. Um, I have a very, like, I have expensive taste. My partner always says that to me, like, you better be rich. My mom would always say that growing up, like, you better marry a rich man. And I'm like, I'm just going to be the rich man. Um, so like there, there's massive financial opportunity in this space and there's the ability to have that financial opportunity come in while I'm off living my life. So like that was honestly the core foundational piece. I was at a time where I was financially struggling and there was a massive opportunity there. Um, so that was kind of the first piece. The second piece was that it is a very heart centered industry. It's also an industry. Can I swear? Yes, that's fine. Yeah, I think it's an, an industry that's also like so full of a lot of bullshit. And I, and I know Chantal, like can sometimes see right through that. And I wanted to get into this industry and help people see through some of that, help people understand, you know, the no BS side of like what it actually takes to put a business out there. Cause I think that there's a lot of fluffy affirmations and beliefs and meditations, which has a space um, in this industry and I use them all the time, but I don't think that's enough. Um, and I don't think that's enough to build like a sustainable multiple seven figure business. I don't think that enough is going to get you there. And I really wanted to equip people with the skills that they needed to make money online, no matter what the industry was doing. And that was really about it for me. Um, I knew that I was at an advantage in my life because I can take an idea and I can turn it into money instantly on the internet. I've always known how to do that. And I wanted to give that back to other people. I wanted other women to know how to take an idea and turn it into money. Mm -hmm. um, 
that didn't just involve meditating mm-hmm. or visualizing. Yeah, I love that. And I, I think I love that about both of you because you both take that no BS approach and it's it's refreshing. And, and the other thing too that I want to say about you is that um, both of you are very open, very vulnerable about, you know, the things that went well, but then also the things that didn't go well, that didn't go as planned. And, and so I think it's it's very humbling and grounding for, for a lot of people that it isn't, you know, always about the accolades and the achievements and all of the things like it's, it's about the journey, the process. And so I, I love that. And, you know, I do love that about Coraline so much when she was sharing. She is so transparent. She is really good at sharing when she's going through it. Her and I have had this conversation before. I'm not I'm not good at that. I, I'm totally open to have the conversations with people and to talk about it and have like these one on ones. But to just openly I'm I'm someone who needs to really take it in and process it. And I go through it. and by the time I come out on the other side, I'm like, ah! all right, life is life. Let's go. Let's keep going. Right. Like that's me. And so I always admire that. She's just so able to turn, like I I take everything as a lesson, but she's able to articulate it as she's going through it. And I absolutely like adore that about her, but my experience too has been very similar as hers in terms of wanting to get into this industry. And I was 28 and still bartending because I could not stand being, first of all, could not stand being in any corporate world. I just, I was always attracted. I had been thrown job opportunities after job opportunities. I just wasn't me. I'm not a stuffy kind of person. I'm loud. I'm (laughs) offside. Um, have no filter. Like I do not belong in a corporate world at (laughs) all. Not at all. And I was making so much money bartending. I had really produced a life for myself where I could travel whenever I wanted to. I had the life I wanted to take time off. I was only working three days a week. And when I graduated school, the starting positions were like 40, $50,000 a year. Right? I was like, no, <laughs> that is not happening. Absolutely not. Like, I know I'm so much worth than this, blah, blah, blah. And so it really started off as time freedom and a lot of money. I'm not going to lie. I saw the opportunity and I was like, I want to tap into this. And something really interesting happened when I started my business is I got diagnosed with something called PMDD right before I started my business, actually probably a year and a half before. And so that just has a lot of crazy depression and this and that and whatever. And I really needed something that would support my ups and downs. I didn't really have the opportunity to just say like, yeah, I, you know, whatever. I, I'm going to show up nine to five every day. I knew I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. And so I was really needing something that would support that. But also when I got into the industry, I was the same as Corlin. I could not stand <laughs> some of the shit that I was hearing in order to build your business. I really couldn't. And my husband at the time, when him and I first started dating, he hated the coaching industry, like hated it with a passion because he just saw so many horror stories. And I'm not saying that the whole coaching industry is like this. I love the coaching industry. It's given me my life. It's helped so many people, 
but I really wanted to make a difference in it. I really wanted to just be who I was, bring that no BS attitude, know that what I believed in was really, really important and really important to share with other people. And I just knew that if I just continued doing what I was doing, it was going to make a huge difference. And it has, Mm -hmm. it has. And I think we're only getting louder and louder about it. Goes on. Hotel is really loud. Like <laughs> she's a very loud person. Well, I think I think your design to to scale program itself like has been loud in the industry. Like you in the past few years, you've made a half a million dollars. Is that right? Yeah. With that program, yeah. Like that's incredible. So it's one program that you made a half a million dollars with. So tell, tell everyone about this, how, how you came about doing this one program. Yeah. I mean, I was running my agency and Chantal and I were running our agency simultaneously. And I think, you know, kind of like you have like the water cooler chat where like everybody shows up at the water cooler and they talk about all the things that they're like really annoyed about. Um, Chantal and I had that in our agencies. And I think that's natural to have to be frustrated in what you're doing sometimes But I found that I was always extraordinarily frustrated that I would be working on websites with clients or building out funnels for them. And they didn't understand what I was trying to do. They didn't know what a landing page was or what a website was or why we shouldn't have that image there. Or, you know, just these little things that I was like, you're a business owner. Like, you need to know this. Like, you need to know what I'm doing. You need to know if I'm doing a good job you can't just trust me. Like I am doing the work, but you can't just blindly trust me without knowing. And so I decided like, this is enough. Like I'm going to stop doing the work for people. And instead I'm going to teach people how to do this work for themselves so that they have the foundational skills that they need to get their business to multiple six figures and then can outsource if and when they actually need to do that. Um, Because I think a lot of people outsource skills that they don't have, but when you're in, when you're a solopreneur, you need, you need to know how to build a website. You need to know how to build a landing page. You need to know how to send an email to your list. You need to know what a sales funnel is. It's important. It's literally the entire lifeline of your business is a sales funnel. And so for me, it was like, these women need to know this information. And the only way that I know how to get that information in their hands was designed to scale. And the reason I think why it sold so well is because I was telling people the exact opposite of what the industry was telling. The industry at the time was like, outsource it. If it doesn't light you up, outsource it, outsource it. And I think that's so valid for some people, right? You outsource things that don't necessarily light you up and that works really well for you. And I think that's beautiful. But the reality for most entrepreneurs who are making less than six figures is that they don't have the money to be spending on outsourcing all the time. And they end up paying to grow their business instead of getting paid to grow their business. And so the advice that I was giving people was very opposite to what the industry was saying. And I think that in and of itself, saying contradictory things to what the norm is, makes a program or makes a coach or a mentor or strategist stand out. And I genuinely think that's it. We still talk about the same things. Like I think the reason why that program, you know, has gone to 550,000 in sales is Literally just because that's all I, t- I literally just talk about it all the time. It's like the one thing that we do. It's the one thing that we offer. It's one of the only ways to work with us now. We just went through a phase where we threw that out the window and it didn't go well. Um, but it's the only way to work with us now. And because of that, I think 
that simplicity of it, that consistency in the messaging, we're able to leverage that and build a really powerful program um, with a lot of really great results that our clients and our community actually really love, most importantly, because it's not just about the money, like the program has to change lives. And I think that that's the other important part too, is like, it's really easy for me and Chantel to sit here and be like, oh yeah, we made this program, but that's not the case at all. Like this program would not be what it is without the incredible, you know, 115, I think we're at 123 human beings who are in there now. Like I didn't do this alone. Chantel and I didn't just do this together. We did this with 120 other really powerful, incredible entrepreneurs, and we wouldn't be here without them. Um, it, it's It's been a community effort every step of the way. Yeah, I love that. I think, I think what's really cool about that, so with both of you being generators, you've basically taken your life experiences, the things that you've mastered through your businesses already, and basically took all of that knowledge and experience and put it into one program. So it's that deep in the mastery, like you've really like mastered this um, ability to create courses, to create passive income, to create sustainable streams of income for people through, through this program and really um, streamline it for them in such a, such an easy and digestible way. So I, I think that that's so cool. And of course the community element comes in too with your fourth line and, and it is such a beautiful community. I feel honored to be a part of it and to be able to reach out to anyone at any given time. I re- I'll never forget the day where Corlin, the reality was, is we were, we didn't have a moment to breathe back then. Like we did not have a moment to breathe about this time of the day. Every day we would meet up again on zoom. And as people are just winding down from their days, you know, starting to spend time with their families, Corlin and I were getting ready for the rest of the night. Like to con- we would work silently on zoom together and the frustrations were growing deeper and deeper this was a time when covid hit when people were scrambling even though we were telling people for the longest time you know you need to be online you need to have an online presence all of a sudden everyone's like i need an online presence please help me do this do all the things and our frustrations were growing deeper because all of these people knew that this is this was the next wave or the next thing that they needed to do in order to either continue to sustain their business or continue to make money through these changing times. And when you're repeating the same thing over and over again, or your frustration is the same over and over again with clients, with different clients, with different situations, it has nothing to do with those situations right? That's an opportunity to take a look at yourself and what you're doing. Because if you're saying the same thing in every situation or every contract or everything that you have, it has nothing to do with that, right? And so that's your opportunity to make the change that you desire instead of just constantly complaining about it. And Coraline was, I remember she said, there's got to be a better way. Like there's just got to be a better way. How do we, how, how do we educate these people? And I remember she was like, I'm just going to I'm just doing it. She said, I'm just doing it. I'm putting it out there. I was like, go for it. And the first 12 people signed up for design to scale. And that's when she was like, this is going to be something like this is, this is it. No more, no more giving people things that they don't understand. No more, you know, we're just hurting them even more by saying, yeah, let me build you all these amazing things. And you don't have any idea how to run it. You're not going to leverage this gorgeous thing that I gave you. 
it's like giving you a vehicle that's stick shift and you'd be like, it is the most sexiest vehicle ever, but I can't drive. <laughs> it just stays in my driveway. I can look at it. It doesn't bring me from A to B. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful because this, the, the program itself has changed your lives in terms of you creating it because it's given you a lot more time back in your life to actually enjoy and to live and to have freedom in your days but you've given so much to other people because you practice what you preach and and you bring that to life for other people and and you know I've been a part of the celebrations within the community and people you know hitting their first you know getting their first client getting hitting their first 5k month, their 10k month, like all of those sorts of celebrations. And it's not just about the money. It's, it's about the time freedom, the time that they get back. Yes. You invest time into building these things, but then they work for you. And that's like really what you guys have ingrained in me and taught me. And that's I think why I was so attracted to this program and, and working with you is that, yeah, it's, it's time up front, but then it's, it's ease after that. And so it's, it is, it is such a beautiful thing, what you've given to other people. And, and so it's, it's just been a win-win all around. Yeah. It's um, I think everything, if there's not time in upfront with like huge promises, like run, <laughs> like, <laughs> everything in terms of money requires some kind of time in. Right. And I always joke, I think Chantal and I always joke, like passive revenue isn't ever actually passive because <laughs> it takes a long time to get to a place where you have passive revenue. But like, yeah, waking up to money in the morning, you know, when you didn't work all night, like, you know, opening up your phone after a bubble bath and having a new student, like that's, that's because of the back end work that's, you know, kind of done and front loaded, as you said, and, and to be able to see you know, I don't even care so much about the money wins. The money is great. Like people making their first 10K months is great. My favorite is when people are like, I just built a website. Like I built a whole website. <laughs> like, I, and I'm like, like, that's so incredible. Like you now have the ability to sell anything online, like for as long as you live, like you can now bring any ideas to life. And I always say like your website is your home on the internet. Like I, I truly believe that. And so it's those wins that get me like the most excited is people were like, oh, I built a checkout in five minutes and I sold it 20 minutes later. I'm like, done, let's go. Right. Like that's, what's exciting to me is women having the power to make the money that they want. Yeah. Not the money that they want. Yeah. Yeah. Cause our, I, and we, I know we both strongly believe this, that when you are out, like, if you don't know how to create a checkout or you don't. Listen, simple, basic stuff that you need to make money online. I know everybody says you just need a phone. You just need whatever. But the reality is, is you need to know who you're talking to. You need to have a specific offer for them and you need a way for them to pay you. Right. If those are the three main things, like if you can nail those three things, the third one's easy. You set that up once, you know how to set it up always. The one and two, yeah, they're all, you're always refining them, but the reality is, is when you get so crystal clear on those things, and then you're like, here's how you pay me. And you did that all on your own. There's this sense of confidence and pride that you feel like you could just take on the world. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop you. You are unstoppable. Like, you know, you have just proven to yourself that you can take an idea. You can take your passion. You can make money from it. You can transform lives. How is that not the most empowering 
thing you go through. Yeah. It gives you, yeah, it gives you a lot of sense of purpose for sure. And so a really fun fact, which I I can't believe I haven't said this already. So Chantel and I have the same birthday. Oh yeah. So our, we have the same incarnation cross. So our um, conscious sun gate is gate 28, the gate of the game player. And so our life's work, our life purpose is really all about like creating purpose. Like we want to live this like very purposeful life and we will do whatever it takes to feel like this, like purpose running through our bodies. So when you talk about that and that like empowering feeling that like you're making an impact in people's lives and like, it's just by you, like putting your knowledge out there in a checkout, like that feels so purposeful to me. Like that, that is so, so, so cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, you teach someone how to do that. You have just unlocked a whole new potential in their life. Something they never knew could ever happen, you know? And so, yeah, like you said, the 5k, the 10k, those are great, but seeing someone do this for the first time for themselves, it's the most rewarding thing you will like for me personally, that I will ever experience. Cause I know that that's just the beginning. Like I was in a uh, spiral last year, which we all have in our business where things are like going a little bit sideways and then you spiral. And uh, I was kind of freaking out about our revenue at one point. And I went to my partner and I was like, ah, oh, you know, like the revenue, it's, it's low. It's low for what we used to. Like, I don't know what to do here. And he was like, Corlin, you made literally like $250,000 the first quarter or the first six months of this year. Like you now have the ability to make money from nothing whenever you want to. And he's like, you'll never not know how to make money. And I just looked at him and I was like, that's why I do what I do. That's the whole reason. And you're so right. Like, I don't have to freak out anymore when sales are low. I know what to do. I know how to sell. We know how to do that. I've done it a million times. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, giving that transferring that certainty, um, that you can provide for yourself, for your family, for whoever it is, is like the greatest gift that we could ever have, I think. That is so beautiful. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit. And I want to know, you guys have these sleepovers all of the time. (laughs) I want to know, like, what do you talk about at your sleepovers? Like, what do you guys do at your sleepovers? So Chantal sits in the bathtub sometimes. And I, just like I do with my actual partner, sit on the toilet with the lid down. And like, we just talk about... (laughs) business. I'm naked in the bathtub. I'm not just sitting in the bathtub. I'm actually having a tub. Just so exactly. you know. we have a bath. Um, I wish, else? you know what? No, I wish that we actually had a camera crew following us around because when we're together <laughs> like that, not because I'm naked, that's not what I'm trying to say here, but when we're together like that, some of the craziest behind the scenes conversations happen that you would probably gain so much knowledge from hearing and understanding of how our minds work, how things work. But we're very funny. Like sometimes we get together just to work and we work, (laughs) right? And sometimes we get together, we're like, yeah, we need to work and we don't do any work, which is fine. And then sometimes we get together, like we're, you know, I went to go help her. We did a bit of work. We did a training last week. I helped her wallpaper her house 
or her door, whatever, and, you know, we're wallpapering da, 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 and then it's like, you know, maybe we should uh, totally add this. And I'm like, Oh, from this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. And, you know, the ideas just start bouncing, but this is going to sound so cheesy. She really is my best friend. Like we we're more than just business partners. Like we do life together. Our, our partners, our friends, they get along very well. So that is amazing too. She's, they've come and fit in so well into my life, our group of friends. Um, it, it just like, if you see Chantal, you see Coraline. If you see Coraline, you see Chantal. And that's just the way it is. I, I spoke to Coraline more during COVID than I spoke to my husband and we lived under the same roof and worked under the same roof. Okay. But I still spoke to Coraline way more. I probably still speak to Coraline more than I speak to my husband. We also do a lot of puzzling. So we'll watch yeah. a lot of puzzles and we watch, we watch a lot of like really trashy TV. So like <laughs> I'm the selling sunset. She really likes, what's that one we watched for you? Well, so many. Oh, there's so many. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I know which one we there's, you know, we just chill. We try, we try to enjoy the work that we've done. Doesn't always work. <laughs> Doesn't always work. But like, you know, we like to go to spas and to the cottage and to go out and to the movies. Like we do girlfriend stuff. We do work stuff. It just, you know what? It just blends so well together. Mm-hmm. I love that. So I want to know, have you guys ever fought? Have you ever had like a big disagreement? Like I, I, I love like how close you guys are, but there's got to be like something. So <laughs> she's, she's trying to get the tea. Huh? I am. Get the tea. You know, I, I'll speak on my half, and then Chantal can speak on her half. But I don't, I don't know that it's been disagreements. I think I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that like my previous business partnership came with like a lot of trauma and like a lot of healing and a lot of work. And so I think it hasn't been disagreements, but I think it's been a lot of challenging conversations that we've had to have, but it's been very respectful. And I think that at the end of the day, that's part of the reason why we came together was so that I could work through that stuff. That's mine. And I think Chantal has some, you know, stuff that's hers on her end as well. And so I don't necessarily think it's disagreements. You know, we definitely have times where like, I don't answer the phone or she'll like call me and I don't answer the phone. We did that on Monday. I was like, I just need nobody to talk to me for like an entire day. And she does the same thing to me. I think what I love about our relationship is that, I think no matter what happened, I feel like even if God pray this never happens, but like, even if for some reason we couldn't do business together or something happened and we decided not to, I know that she would still be my best friend. And I, I could cry thinking about like what that gives me as a human. Cause I've never had friendship like that before. Um, but no, we don't fight. I don't think I've ever been mad at her. Not once. It, she even sent out an email last week with her program, like a third of the price as it normally is. And I didn't care. I was like, oh, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever been mad at Chantel. Um, I've definitely had a lot of hesitations with Chantel, but nothing to do with her as a human, everything to do with my own trauma. And the fact that she's given me a safe space to be able to talk about that and work through it um, is the greatest thing I could ever receive. Oh. I, I love all of that so much. And not that I was trying to. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Just airing out our dirty laundry. Go ahead. I think, honestly, I, I, I think you really 
express something that's so beautiful about partnership is that there's this opportunity to grow together and to, you know, you learn about yourself just as much as you learn about that other person that you're in partnership. And, and I think that's also a beautiful thing about human design and like understanding yourself and knowing like where, you know, conditioning lies, triggers, like where, where does that like trauma sit and, and how do we move through that? And oftentimes like the people that are in our lives help us with that. They, you know, it's not always about them. Sometimes it's about us and and our learning and our um, involvement as humans. So I think, I definitely think you two were meant to be partners in, in this lifetime in your businesses, because it just seems like there's just been so much growth and an opportunity for both of you. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you think about how closely we work together and how often we speak and all the things that happen. And I mean, like we're talking about each other's livelihoods a lot of time too, right? Yeah. I fucked up last week, you know, and Corlin was just not having a good day too. And it was the first time she ever kind of got snippy with me. And she's like, what is the solution? (laughs) I was like, okay. Right. Okay. And then an hour later we hopped on the phone. I'm like, you you still pissy? Or she's like, no, I'm good. Right. Because the the reality is, is we're human. We understand that. And as much as she's had to work through traumas, I've had to work through my own traumas as well. And I think we've both just really been such a beautiful, safe space for one another. I couldn't ask for any partnership you're going to be in, whether it be a friendship, you know, husband, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, they're going to bring up the most intimate parts of you. The closer in proximity you are with someone, the closer they are to who you are, right? The closer everything gets revealed. And I think that's just very normal. And who knows if I... Like who knows what's going to happen in the future, but I know that I'll always, always, always have a friend in Coralette. There's just, there's just no way about it. There's nothing that could come between that. It's just a beautiful mutual respect. I don't, I truly, truly, this is going to sound so stupid. I don't know where I would be today without her, honestly. Oh, this is the first time I've cried on my podcast. (laughs) I love this. And we're only like three episodes in. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for your vulnerability and openness and honesty throughout all of this. So before we wrap up, I do have one question and this is how I'm going to end all of my episodes. So I've got a closing question for everyone and it's what's your quantum vision? So what is that highest vision you have for the work that you do what it is that you're here to bring to the world. What is that quantum vision? I think for me, um, my vision has always been very clear and that's to make as much money as humanly possible to help as many people as humanly possible. And to do that in as little time as humanly possible. And so that vision is, is that vision. And for me, that's designed to scale. That's hundreds of thousands of students in that. That's, you know, me having to record that program once, make some edits to it sometimes, but having that be a resource that fuels and 
provides for my livelihood, like for a long time to come. I would also really love to do in-person retreats. I think there's just something so fantastic about connecting with people in person and maybe bringing the Chantal and Coraline sleepover to some of our clients. (laughs) Um, So I would really love to host uh, retreats twice a year um, in beautiful destinations. Um, But outside of that, like my vision has always been very clear, help as many people as possible, make as much money as possible and do that in as little time as possible. Um, So that's, that's my vision. And then family, I want, I want to have some kids like ASAP (laughs) clock is ticking. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I mean, the, and mine is very similar. The first part of like helping as many people, you know, make as much money as possible. But I think a big one for me, I think I've always been an underdog, right. And I've always been the black sheep and even till this day, I'm very different than all my family, the way I live my life, the way, you know, I do work, all of the things. And I think now we're embarking on a journey of starting a family as well. And I really want to push the boundaries of showing people that you can do anything mm-hmm. that you don't, you don't have to settle for what you think you need to settle for. You don't, you can't, you don't have to choose between having a family and having a thriving business. Like I cannot wait to show people. Cause everybody in my life is like, Oh, you're going to have to take a lot of time off work. Right. I don't think you understand, like nothing is going to stop me from doing this work. It's going to look very different. And so it's only going to help me empower other people now from a different version, like more moms, more people in the world that like, yeah, you could still have the life you want. Yeah. Well, I love that personally, just because like I started my business on maternity leave and I strongly believe in that. I strongly believe that we get to have it all. Some days are easier than others, but they're all part of our journey and they're all part of our our lessons to be learned in this lifetime. And, And the more that we can share those stories, share those lessons, work together, and 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 support other human beings, like I think is just so incredible. So Thank you so much to both of you for being on the podcast. I would love for you to share how can people work with you? How can people reach out to you? Where's the best place for people to connect with you? The only way to work with us is design and scale. <laughs> um, we are revamping that program in September with everything that we've learned from you know hitting that first six figures now to being half a million dollar business. So we're revamping that with all of those lessons. Um, I'm on Instagram at Corlin Hazelwood and on YouTube at Corlin Hazelwood as well. Mm-hmm. And you can find me in design to scale as well. Shocking. Very shocking. <laughs> you guys can check out our website, d2cell.com. I'm Chantal.guessing. If you just find Corlin, you'll find me. My name's <laughs> I'll have everything in the show notes as well. <laughs> yeah. And if you're unsure, if Designed to scale is for you. You can book a business assessment with us. We're doing, we're popping those. We'll send you the links so you can share with people. Yes. See, this is why we work so good together because I always forget the action steps. And Chantal is never afraid to pitch. That girl will pitch until <laughs> her day, dying day. I swear. She is going to be taking her last breath, being like, you can buy me a coffee over at the vending machine. Like, I just know it. So <laughs> that's why we work so well together. <laughs> Uh, so complimentary. I love it. I love it. I love it. And 
Thank you for being on this podcast. Thank you for the impact that you've had in my life. And we will chat soon. Wait, before we go, I need to say one last thing. The fact that we're sitting here having a conversation with you and being on your podcast after our quote unquote contract time together and stuff has ended means so much to us. First of all, I, well, to me, I'm speaking on Corlin's behalf. Just not if that's okay with you. Yes. Okay, good. Um, That means a lot to us because I think in this industry, a lot of times, you know, you stop the containers, you stop the things and you just kind of lose sight of that. But we are so focused on building friendships and communities and all of that. And so it was such an honor when you reached out to us and wanted to have us on here. And it just makes me happy because I think it shows that we left things the way they were meant to be. Well, of course, of course, of course. Like I think in this industry and, you know, it's all about the relationships, the community that you build, like every interaction that you have in this industry, like you want to, you know, be nice and be friendly and, and, you know, foster these relationships that we have, because you never know when, things change or when things happen or when you need support from other people. Like there's just so much interconnectivity between the people in this industry. And I just, yeah, like I am just so grateful for um, the support that you've provided. And I know that it's not the end. And I know that I could reach out to you anytime if I ever need support again. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Empowered Essence. If you loved this episode, don't forget to leave a rating and review on your favorite platform. And until next time, keep shining your light. Bye.